I'm just sitting on your front porch Wondering how could I be so far from my home And my mind is somewhere else But when I find it I'll patch up where it's been blown Into the Woods Podcast Now I'm just floating on the breeze And I feel I'm falling like these leaves I must be Oh, but when I reach that ground, I'll share this peace of mind I found. I can feel it in my bones. But it's gonna take how long? A little time. For what? For me to set that parking brake and and let myself unwind. Oh, brother. Welcome into the Woods Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Woods. It is, I'm going to stop saying Monday because I'm recording this Monday. You know, it kind of goes up on Tuesday. So we're going to say, we're going to call it Tuesday, August 15th, uh, 2023. How are you? How are you doing? How was your weekend? Did you get your laundry done? I had laundry day today. Laundry day is the worst kind of day. Laundry day is the worst kind of day because then you're wearing your backup, fourth string, practice squad underwear. We all have our different tiers of underwear. There's your superstars, your elites, Hall of Famers. Then you, then there's your middle of road workhorse underwear. And then you've got the ones that you put on, you know, when you're about to cut the grass or something. And then you have the ones you wear on laundry day. Just a bad day. Just a bad day. But hey, everything else is clean now, so that's laundry day, man. Is the laundry still in the dryer? Yes. But at least it got there. That's a small victory. That's a small victory. So how are you, huh? How was your weekend? Was it good? I sure hope so, man. I sure hope so. My weekend was fine. I mean, nothing really to write home about. Pretty average, can't lie. Uh, Friday, got got started early. Landlord here, landlady. My lovely girlfriend Dana put me to work. Here's the thing about women, okay? She was working Friday. She's out and about. What do I do? I get off. I get off work. I got some free time. What do I do? I sand it down. We have these walls that we want to get done, right? She's like, we got to get these walls done. So she put the mud up. We mudded the walls. They were popcorn walls. She muds them up. And I let her go. I let her have her good time, right? I let her mud them up. I let her get do some work, do some hard labor, get some dirt under her fingernails that she pays an ungodly amount of money. That'll come into a factor here in a second. She pays a lot of money for those nails. She put gloves on. It's no big deal. It's no big deal. But I let her go to work on it. And then I decided, hey, I'm going to sand this. I'm going to get this done before she gets home. She's going to be so thrilled. She's going to be so excited. She gets home. I sand it. I'm covered in dust. 
I look like Mike Tyson after a fight in the late 80s. I am just swimming in it. I am covered in the white stuff, man. It is dusty in here. I made a mess, too. So I had to clean it up. I had to vacuum. I had the shop vac out. You know, I had this duster. I must have clogged it, but I was in the zones. I'm not, like, stopping. It has a little vacuum attached. I was in the zone. I'm going 80 grit, you know, and then I finished it with 120. Leave a little bit of that orange peel look to it, you know, that walls have, that little textured ball to it because it's plaster and it's got popcorn on it. It's disgusting. So I'm in there saying it's probably lead paint, whatever. And so then I, uh, she gets home. And what do I do after I go to work for two and a half hours? I worked hard for two and a half hours. Hard. And what do I want to do? I want to just sit down and relax and enjoy a fine cigar. Yeah, I've been getting into all the different kinds of cigars. Perdomo was my cigar of choice this past Friday. I went out and sat out there. Perdomo... Habano, sun-grown, Robusto, barrel-aged. Yeah, it's a mouthful, but it was a good cigar. It was good. So I smoked it, and then I came inside, cleaned up the rest, you know, took a shower because I was covered in dust, whatever. I'd earned it, I thought. I'd get home. You know what she says? You know what she says? You know what she says? She says to me, she says, you smoked a cigar. Hey, you're welcome. You're welcome for the wall. You smoked a cigar. I smoked a cigar. I smoked a cigar? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I thought I earned it. Therein lies the problem with ladies. With ladies. You can you can do everything for ladies. You can do it all. You can do all the manual labor you want. You can do everything. You could put... I don't necessarily put a roof over Dana's head, but I put in work. I have this house in sweat equity. While she owns it in equity, like monetarily, I have it in sweat equity, okay? There are still parts of my knees that are ingrained into the wood floor underneath the laminate floor that we had to put down that she now hates the color of. But here, because here's the thing about women, never let women pick out things for the house. You think you're doing the right thing by letting the women pick out what you want to put in the house. You think you're doing the right thing, but here's the thing. They're going to hate it in six months. They're going to hate it in six months. Oh, that color she needed to have put up on the walls in the bedroom? Oh, guess what? It sucks now. Oh, that flooring she had to have because it had just the right amount of gray for the room to open up the space? It sucks now. She wants to change it all. The kitchen? Wrong color. Get new cabinets up in this bad boy. Oh, that countertop's not going to fly with those cabinets. Get a new one. Everything you thought she was going to like and you were just allowing her to do. You were teaching her like a toddler. You take your wife to the store. You take your girlfriend to the store. And you're like, what should we do, honey? What do you want? What do you, what do you want to get? Just like you would take a toddler. Oh, will this make you be quiet? You know, you're trying to shut them up. You're trying to appease them. Like, I don't want to say the big H. But what got, what got the world into World War II? The same way the world got into World War II... By appeasing the big H man. You're doing the same at home. I'm doing the same at home with my girlfriend. Appeasing. Oh, you really like that paint color that you're going to hate in six months and this totally isn't going to backfire and I'm going to be repainting this room in six to eight months? Oh, yeah, we could totally get that gray, that shade of gray that you're going to hate in six to eight months and I'm going to be repainting this room. No, it's okay, Mr. Big H man. You can have the Rhineland 
Yeah, that's how it is. Living with a woman, kind of living with a dictator. And it doesn't matter if you're somebody who, it doesn't matter if you're a guy who's providing everything for a lady. Have you ever been on the internet? Have you ever read a story about a stay-at-home girlfriend or woman, wife, whatever? They still find a way to complain. They still find a way, even when everything is being done for them. They find a way. Oh, he, you're, you work too much. Well, because you don't have to. I know, I actually know a woman now. This is why. Oh, maybe it's me. But why is it that every relationship ends because the guy's a shithead, right? Every every story you ever hear, it's always the guy's the shithead. Oh, he was he was a deadbeat. Oh, he was lazy. He didn't buy me flowers. Well, what were you doing for him? He didn't buy me flowers randomly when I never asked for them and never made it known that that's what I wanted. Well, why didn't you tell him you wanted those? Because he should know. How would he know? You're both just people. How would he know to get you what you wanted when he didn't even know it's what you wanted? He should just know what you want when you don't even know what you want? Even if, you gave, even if he gave you what you wanted, you'd want something else. Because that's how women are. Oh, Ryan's telling us how women are. Says a guy who isn't married. Would you rather take advice from me? guy who's never been married or just take a guy advice from a guy who's been married six seven times that guy can't figure it out this guy i might have it down okay i mean look in the mirror pal do you think you have it down but anywho i know actually no woman right now who like is a stay at home right everything's all good she gets to stay at home she gets to get new cars she gets new clothes. She goes on lavish vacations. She's sitting first class. She's driving on leather air-conditioned seats. She's never picking up anything in the house, right? And somehow her, hus her husband is an asshole. And I know what the women would say. Oh, you know, he's probably not pleasing her, you know, emotionally. You tell me she didn't know that when they got married? You tell me she didn't know that when they got married that she, that he might not be the greatest emotional provider, but he's he's a hell of a physical provider. I mean, Lord knows that I can't. I mean, I'm doing a podcast from my girlfriend's basement. So if you want physical stuff for me, pal, you better get in line and you better wait a long time. You better hope compound interest speeds the hell up. Because while I do have a 401k and boy, oh boy, do I know how to use those credit card points. And I know how to finagle the system. I can't get you a new car. You're getting a nice used car. Some might say it's better to get a nice used car. Me, I would say that. But is that only because I don't have the money for a new car? He says as he takes a sip of his Mountain Dew Baja Blast Zero Sugar. I'm all in on the Zero Sugar beverages, man. Oh, it's like a rush. You know, I drink a little bit of Diet Coke and I'm like, oh, Oh, it's time to go. You know what I mean? The Diet Coke hits your lip. Oh, aspartame is bad for you. Yeah, okay. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> don't you hate? Don't you hate when you're enjoying something such as a Mountain Dew Baja Blast Zero Sugar? Shout out Mountain Dew. And somebody goes, that's not good for you. Okay. Don't care. 
I opened the can, I got it. If I cared, I would drink water, which I have, with my little shaker bottle on the bottom, make it feel like I work out all the time, make you, let you know that I go to the gym. But this, I love this. I love this. Zero sugar beverages. That's what it's all about. You can drink them shame-free. I could have 20 if I wanted. I mean, would that hurt? Maybe would it hurt to pee? Would it feel like I had a long night at a strip club? Maybe spent too much money at a brothel? At one of the sleazier strip clubs in town? If I had 12 Diet Cokes in a day, yeah, my pee might be a little radioactive. So I don't do that. I just limit myself to one or two. You know, if I'm drinking two Diet Cokes, hey, look out. Don't let me get behind the wheel. But what else is going on, man? What else is going on? I'm just wearing my Columbus Crew t-shirt that I got for free from a buddy. Established 1996. That feels incredibly old. You're telling me the Columbus Crew are older than I am? Golly. 96 feels close, but then you realize it was 27 years ago. Isn't that bonkers? Because I'm about to be 26. Oh, quick midlife crisis coming around. Quick quarter life crisis. Every time I see a Corvette. You know how I know I'm getting older? Every time I see a, an old style Corvette, like from the 70s, like the T-top, my ears perk up and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What paint color is that? What's under the hood there? Can you show me? Can you show me? I'm looking inside of it like, whoa, whoa, what's that? What's that? That's how that's how I know. And then I'm I'm you know how else I know I'm getting a little bit older? I'm sitting down on the on the couch and I'm like, what's on the Nat Geo channel? And then I have like an out-of-body experience, like, am I watching the Nat Geo channel right now on Giant Squid? Giant Squid, by the way, get a bad rap. I feel like Giants like I've never encountered a giant squid. If you live your life normally, just like a normal person, I think the PR team for sharks, the PR team for sharks should be fired and they should hire the PR team for avocados because whoever's running the PR team for avocados, avocados suck. Okay. I just want to say that avocados suck. They taste like nothing. If you have to add something to something else to make it taste better, guess what? It sucks. Okay. It's an ancillary ingredient, but those people doing PR for avocados should go work for sharks because sharks get bad. They kill like three people a year. That's an incredibly low number when you consider the other uh, factors at play. How many how many people do sharks kill a year before I just get that wrong? I mean, three really helps my argument, so we're going to hope it's that. How many people die in shark attacks a year? This is why it'd be awesome to have a producer, like a little skinny nerd. In recent years, there have been an average of 70 unprovoked shark attacks. That's pretty low. Between five and six deaths a year. They had a year 10 low in 2022. Probably because we're killing them all. Every year, there are fewer than 10 deaths globally due to shark attacks on humans. Around 2,000 people die every year from being struck by lightning. 
I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. I think it's just because we can kill sharks and we can't kill lightning. I think that's what it is. Oh, man. You know what's crazy? I'm, I just Googled Hawaii wildfires because that was another thing I want to talk about. It's horrible. Death toll 96. It's horrible. But I'm going to be honest. I don't understand how it happens. There's literally a rock in the middle of the ocean. Don't understand how it happens. Apparently, it was wind. I, I still don't get it. And I, I saw... The reason I, I bring this up is because I saw a post online about how, of course, I need to get off the internet. I just need to. You know, I think I'm going to give myself a little internet ban these next few nights. I'm going to go to bed at a normal time. You know, those, those are the changes I'm making to myself. I, uh... I saw somebody say that it's a conspiracy that Hawaii's on fire. A conspiracy that Hawaii is on fire and that they're scared for the world their children are growing up in. And I will tell you, I'm also scared for the world your children are growing up in. Under your roof, you are a crazy person. If you think Hawaii... The Hawaii wildfires are a conspiracy. You are a crazy person and you should be put into jail. Jail. Or prison. You choose. What would you rather have? You're crazy. They just lit it on fire? Yeah, alright. Turn the fire machine on. Yep, yep, they're pissing us off. They said it's because they're not giving their land back. Yep. Turn the turn the machine on. You also you you want to hear no I don't like to make jokes about bad situations. You guys know me. But if you ever want to know the most embarrassing shit ever is when just go ask like a person like from Ohio, for example. Try to have them pronounce cities in Hawaii. It's pretty funny. Um Hawaii fire, what happened? Just gonna Google that. How did it start? CBS News. Can I trust them? Did they man-made? Are they man-made? Deadly wildfires in Hawaii, which killed scores of people and forced thousands to evacuate, were fueled by a mix of land and atmospheric conditions that can create fire weather. A massive blaze destroyed much of historic town of... I'm not going to do it. See? I. A massive blaze destroyed much of the historic town of Lahana. Get a guy from a Midwestern Rust Belt state to pronounce s- cities in Hawaii, and you're going to have a funny night. And authorities said Sunday the death, call, t- death toll had climbed past 90. I mean, I can't talk in general. Hawaii governor said there, Sunday there's very little left of Lahana. That sucks. There are more fatalities that will come. That sucks. So what caused it? Yeah, you want to get to the point? Much of Hawaii was under a red flag warning for fire risk when they broke out. The exact cause is unknown. Hot, maybe. We don't know when it actually ignited them, but we were made aware in advance by the National Weather Service that we were in a red flag situation. So that's dry conditions for a long time. So the fuel, the trees, and everything was dry. That along with low humidity and high winds set the conditions for wildfires. The winds were getting out, out of control. Power lines were down. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that might have had it. That might have had a hand in it. Power lines. 
Echoing wildfire expert he believes a confluence of weather conditions contributed to the ignition spread of the blaze. It is a product of my estimation of certainly global warming combined with drought. Oh, they're not going to like that one. A certain group of people aren't going to like that GW word. Combined with drought, combined with a superstorm, where we had a hurricane, hurricane, offshore several hundred miles, still generating large winds. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. Hawaii's in a pretty remote location. I mean, I don't know if you guys know this. Uh, world map. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go to images really quick, and I'm just gonna be honest with you. They're kind of on their own. You know you know what I'm saying? Like if you if you zoom in on this world map, I mean they are they are out there, brother. They are out there, and I'm gonna be honest. Godspeed. Godspeed. I think there's going to be a wildfire in my house if my computer ever has its way. I knew some people from my high school that moved to Hawaii. Hope they're all right. Well, one of them was a nurse. She was a traveling nurse. She got stationed in Hawaii. Isn't the funniest shit ever when traveling nurses nurses talk about being... Traveling nurses talk about being stationed somewhere like they're in the goddamn military. Hey, relax. You're just going to change out a couple catheters. They are not going to like that one. (laughs) No one gets more offended than nurses. Nurses and stay-at-home moms. Shake hands. You guys are not going to like this one. We do so much more than change out catheters. Okay. Yeah, you don't have to convince me. Sounds like you're insecure about it. Um. <laughs> oh. That's funny. That's funny. Those people in global warming. Do you guys hear that new song? The uh, the uh, song "Rich Man and Rich Men in Virginia" lyrics to North Man North of Richmond. It's called Genius. Um, cover art fucking blows, by the way. I'm going to admit, I'm just going to say right now, the cover art for this song fucking sucks. Rich men north of Richmond. Can we get this guy a graphic designer? Can we get Oliver Anthony a graphic designer? You know what I mean? I just, I'm just saying, let's get him a graphic designer for his cover art. It's, it's horrendous. And I would know I make horrendous cover art myself. Um, it's a hell of a song. I mean, he's definitely not a, a song, you know, he's definitely not a lyricist. Maybe he's working through it, just like I'm not a comedian. Um, you know, he said he said some stuff. You know, he's just kind of talking here. Um, they want to know what you think, want to know what you do, and they don't think you know, but I know that you do because your dollar ain't shit and it's taxed to no end. I mean, that'll, that'll hit a nerve with a certain people. I wish politicians would look out for miners, as in people with pickaxes, and not just miners on an island somewhere. You knew that was coming. Lord, we got folks in the street, ain't got nothing to eat, and the obese milk and welfare. Surprised he didn't call them drug addicts. Well, God, if you're five foot three and you're 300 pounds, taxes not, ought not to pay for your bags of fudge rounds. I don't know what that fucking means. 
but it's not even like one of those lyrics that you hear from, you know, the Beatles or Bob Dylan. I'm not saying he is that, but like it had a little Bob Dylan twang to it, but it really didn't hit the same. You know, it was like blowing in the wind or something. Living in the new world with an old soul. Lord knows they all just want to have total control. I feel like I could... I feel like I'm in the wrong line of work. I feel like I should give up podcasting. Yeah, you nailed it. And start doing... Nope, don't don't start doing anything else. I feel like I should give up podcasting and just write a song that just really hits the nerves of a certain group of people that wear cowboy hats in parking lots of large stadiums for some country artist that sings the same three kind of songs, whether it's about women getting drunk and maybe having mistakenly bad drunk sex with a woman, and then, you know, dogs and beer and trucks. I mean, that's, that on that is it. That's an album right there. And some country singers out there are milking that for 36 songs. I don't know who I'm talking about. But I feel like I could write a country song that really hits the nerve. Maybe like an indie song, you know, just write a song that's about, you know, drinking beer. You get a little southern twang to my voice and go, I'm drinking beer. I hate paying taxes. I ain't moving to Texas. Bar. I'm drinking a beer. Looking at my steer. Bar. (laughs) Walking my dog through the fog. Bar. Put a little, I gotta get like a little, I gotta get like a ukulele under this. Drinking that beer. Had enough of these queers. <laughs> yeah, you know what? He's right. He's right. They're everywhere. They're doing, they're doing drag shows for kids. Where? Oh, down the street. I saw it on Facebook. I mean, I, I, I've never seen one, but... I'm mad about it. Are they doing them in a school? Yeah, they were doing it in a, in a school. What school? I don't know. I just shared it. I didn't re- look into it very much. But I'm, I'm fucking pissed, okay? I'm really fucking mad about this thing that has nothing to do with me. I'm really scared for our children, okay? That's all you have to do. Be scared for the children, right? Don't be... I mean, I'm not scared for the children. I'm scared for me. Because I'm going to be honest with you, I think children have it easy. I was at a get-together this weekend, okay, playing cornhole. Shit's hard. I'm standing, whatever, 26 feet away, trying to put this beanbag in a, in a hole. All of a sudden, little kid runs up in a life jacket out of the pool, grabs my bag, walks right to the front of the board, throws it in the hole. Everyone starts clapping. That's cheating. Why are we clapping for him? You're setting a bad standard. He's a cheater. Oh, yay, look at you go. Oh, wow, that was great. No, it wasn't. I mean, I could do that if I was standing right in front of the board. Well, you're an adult. Well, play by the rules. What are the rules? I think that's all for this week. Hope you all have a good week. Enjoy your week. Uh, Thank you for listening. 
Email me, ryanwoodspot at gmail.com. Follow me at the links below, all of the links below, please. We hit 270 subscribers on YouTube. If you would have told me a year ago when we had 100 that I would have 270, I'd say it's pretty good. Is it slow? Yes. But is it progress? Yes. Love you guys. Talk to you later. Just laugh it off.